Peace, everyone. This is Alicia coming to you from Houston, Texas. You are listening to the Microdosing Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I want to talk about the story, (laughs) Uh, our personal stories, the story that we tell ourselves, the story that we're creating, the one that we're living in, the story that we walked away from. And in our stories, you know, I want to be clear, even in healing pain and trauma, there are still some good times. You know, I had a tumultuous childhood, but once I learned how to um, just kind of normalize the trauma that was happening around me, I found happiness just in reading books. Like I would hide in kitchen cabinets and (laughs) all types of places, closets. I would tuck myself away with the flashlight and I would read. I was an avid reader because that's one place I was allowed to go. I was allowed to go to the libraries. I would just check out an abundance of books. And those are the things that made me happy. And they still make me happy today. It's like a place of refuge for me to read a book directly linked to my childhood. It's a safe place for me to to be in a quiet space reading. And all of that chaos that I was living in, that's not the only story that I have, but it is my story. And one of the things that I notice is that when I do tell my story of trauma and pain and other people are a part of it, uh, it can be uncomfortable for other people in the family unit. We come from a time and a place where we were told what goes on in this house stays in this house, right? And so as a child, your voice is taken very early that you need to have a filter whenever you're talking to people who are not a part a part of your house, a part of your home. And although I agree with that to a certain extent, the story has to come out at some point. And normally so much has occurred by the time a person has relocated and found their voice again that the story comes out kind of chaotic depending on what's in that story. And I have friends who have amazing childhood, have had amazing childhoods, amazing stories. And as we talk things through, they were not even aware that they were being abused in their family unit because it wasn't overt, right? So what they normalized as a healthy childhood really was not because they went into protective mode to make everything seem okay because they never had a voice to question anybody because if you question adults, you usually get in trouble, What I want to say to parents is your children are here to teach you. You'll learn so much from your children if you're paying attention to what it is that they're saying to you. A lot of children are afraid to come and tell their parents about abuse because they know their parents are highly reactive. They hear their parents say that they will kill somebody if anything happens to their child, and those parents miss out 
on what could be happening with their children because their child is afraid. If I say this to my mom, she's going to go kill this person and then my mom's going to be in jail. I mean, children really process things that way. So as your story is building and creating and you're releasing and you're letting it go, be mindful of how you tell that story and also be mindful to make sure that nobody tries to mute your story because I can have a terrible experience with someone and someone else in the family unit can have an amazing experience with that person. So when I start telling all the terrible things about this person, the other person gets defensive and starts saying that you're lying, you're not telling the truth so because that's not the experience that they had. But that doesn't mean that the story is not true because it's hurting your feelings. It just means that that's not the experience that you had with that person. And so we're not here to tell somebody that their story is not real. That's one of the worst things that we can do to each other. We want to be believed by people who say that they love us. Yet even in my practice, I hear people share things And if it doesn't resonate with the person who's receiving the information, they automatically dismiss whatever a person's um, story is or what their pain is. And and we really got to stop doing that. We really have to start listening and we really have to start seeing people for who they are and not for who we want them to be. And When you know a person is capable of doing something and you hear about something that they did and you know they're capable of that, believe it. Believe it. Don't don't enable a person's um, abusive behavior because you just can't imagine seeing them in that light. To heal your family is to really see everything. And to go into a kind of spiritual space, we are an accumulation of our ancestral karma. And, you know, in that karma, there's good karma and there's karma that's not so good. There are people in your lineage that you don't know anything about. You don't know what these people were doing, but it's still a part of who you are. And you have to be mindful that when things come up that feel foreign to you, They're still coming from a real source and a real place, and you don't want to dismiss it. It has to be addressed. So as you continue to tell your story, start moving through it actively because your story is not as important as what you're going to do about your story. So if you experience things that just don't sit well with you, well, what are you doing about it? And when you do something about it, how are you helping other people who are experiencing the same thing? When you have a story, the goal is not to just sit in that. The the goal is to move out of it and make something of it to be purposeful. Your purpose is usually on the other side of your pain. You have to be able to know that um, you weren't brought here to suffer. 
You were brought here to see the efforts of your hard work to come out of hardship. And the more that you strengthen that muscle, then the easier it is for you to speak up for yourself. The easier it becomes for you to change the narrative of your story. You're allowed to do that. You could change it at any given time. So when you hear people that are like in abusive relationships, And people will say, well, you just need to leave. And the person that's being abused is like, I mean, I would if I could, but I mean, this whole situation is here. That's really not what's being said to you. You got to come up with a plan to leave, right? You may not be able to leave in the middle of the night. They may hunt you down. You know, there may be some imbalances. They may not let you out the house. They may hold you hostage, all of these things. But if you come up with a plan and you're intentional about your plan and you have the strength and the courage to move past whatever fear that that person has placed inside of you, you will be successful. Sometimes you do have to run for your life. And sometimes you're in a situation because you've normalized that as love. And if that's what you want your story to be, that's what it will be. But you can even pull yourself out of that and tell your story later and say, I thought that this is what love was. And then once I walked away from that and I healed myself, I attracted somebody who was more in alignment with who I am as a healed person. And now I really know what love is. But the problem is most people don't want to be alone. People don't want to be alone. People want to fill their stories up with other people. And it doesn't matter if they're healthy or not. They just want people around. And so today, I want you to think about changing the narrative of your story. That if the story that you're currently in is no longer serving you a purpose, and the people in it are no longer serving you a purpose, that you ask that those people are removed and those situations are removed with integrity and grace so that you can move forward. Because your story is powerful and it will help so many people. But we got to get you out to the other side. People ask me all the time to be on my podcast and I would love to interview everybody. But I need to know what are you doing with your story? Your story is not enough. How are you helping people with your pain? How are you transforming that into something that can help people who are heading down that path that you've already been on, where you can divert them into another direction and give them the tools that they need so that they don't have to have the full-on experience of the trauma that you had. Your story is important, but what's just as important as that story is, what are you doing about it in your purpose? So take some time and think about that. I know this one was a little bit longer, but I just needed to get it out. And again, you are listening to the Microdosing Podcast. I appreciate you for tuning in. Remember to take care of yourself and each other. And until we speak again, peace and progress.